I'm Jonathan Mosen. Welcome to episode 71. When you're going on holiday, that's a good time to get a portable speaker. I had a look with Heidi Taylor at some of the options, and we came home with a Bose smart speaker. We'll unbox it, set it up, and hear from other people about their choice of speakers. Mosen at Large Podcast. You're very welcome to contribute to the podcast, and there are two ways to do it. You can drop me an email to Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at mushroomfm.com. You can write something in that email or you can attach an audio recording using anything that records and that you can attach to an email. You can also call the listener line. That number is in the United States. It's 864-60-MOSIN, 864-606-6736 and record a message that could be included in the podcast. Concise contributions always help. We can't include everything because of the volume of contributions we receive. And please note that if we do use your content, we reserve the right to edit it for clarity and brevity. You can follow Mosin at Large, all one word, on Twitter to join the conversation with other listeners, to get sneak peeks about what's coming up on the podcast, and I regularly tweet links that I think will be of interest to Mosin at Large listeners. To keep up to date with Mosin at Large and radio-related activities I'm doing, you can subscribe to our media email list. It's announcements only, and the traffic is very light. To do that, send a blank email to media-subscribe at mosin.org. That's media-subscribe at mosin.org. The podcast version of this show contains extracts from the full version, which is heard live on Mushroom FM at mushroomfm.com and anywhere that you listen to radio stations at 2 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on a Saturday afternoon. For the full Mosin at Large experience, I encourage you to be part of that community. And finally, before we get into the episode this week, a reminder that this podcast is long, and to help you navigate past the bits that you aren't interested in to the bits that you are, it's segmented by chapters. If you have a podcast app capable of supporting chapters, and many on iOS and Android do this, you can skip between segments of the show. A few weeks ago, we had an email from Kelly Sapertia, who lives in Moose Jaw in Canada. Wouldn't you like to live in Moose Jaw, Heidi? I mean, that's a pretty good name. It's a pretty epic name, <laughs> Moose Jaw. He was looking for a Bluetooth speaker that wasn't too expensive, that sounded good, you know, usual sort of thing. Well, as yeah. it happens, because Bonnie and I are about to go whisking off into the sunset for a week of much-anticipated holiday. <laughs> We've had these mega booms for quite some time. So long ago that we actually had them at our wedding. We had a pair of stereo mega booms at our wedding. Yep. These are ultimate ears mega booms. They were pretty good speakers, but the battery over time has sort of got deteriorated because we don't use them that often. Yeah. And so then when we charge them, unfortunately, they're a bit worse for it. But they're old anyway. They'll probably be about seven years old now, I think. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. And so Bonnie said, shall we get a speaker to take away with us so we can really enjoy some music? And so we thought we'd give a bit of a review of the speakers that we looked at today when we went into the JB Hi-Fi mm-hmm. and the one we chose. And then we'll go and unbox the one that we chose and uh, try and set it up. So shall we start with the Sonos Move? Because we are predisposed to Sonos because we've got a squillion. I think the dude from Sonos, when we logged in for support a while ago, counted them and he said we had 15 Sonos devices <laughs> at Mosin Towers. So that's pretty And I good. mean that's not accounting for the ones that aren't even plugged in. That's they right, got we've replaced. got some that aren't plugged in. <laughs> so we're pretty pretty into the Sonos ecosystem. And so I was predisposed to uh, a Sonos move. That is an expensive wee beast. 
What's your take on the Sonos Move, Heidi? For something that's meant to be portable, it didn't look particularly portable. It looked heavier than a Sonos Play 1. And, I mean, they're they're a little bit hefty to begin with. So, I think you would call it laggable. I mean, you could definitely pick it up and take it from room to room, couldn't you? Or, I, I guess that's fair. Yeah, you yeah, could. Yeah, you could. That's why it's probably called Move. And you could, for example, take it out onto the balcony on a summer day. And you've got the benefits of the Sonos ecosystem. So it is a full Sonos device, but it's the only Sonos in the range that does Bluetooth as well. So that's really handy for when it's on the move. But for our particular use case in this instance, what we want to be able to do is take it in a suitcase, and that would take up quite a bit of room in the jolly old suitcase, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. At JB Hi-Fi, where we were looking, they have this really cool, not accessible, but cool (laughs) system, don't they? Yeah. The Sonos is different to most of them. The Sonos you get, like, it's. I guess it's kind of like a – iPad sort of it's it's a touch screen built into the display shelf and you can choose which Sonos you want to listen to and mess with the volume and things like that except the move wasn't hooked up to the system even though it was on display so we didn't get to test yeah, it we didn't get to hear the move um, the other thing too is that we wanted to, or I wanted to be able to pick them up to understand how heavy they actually felt mm-hmm. to lug around, but uh, they were sort of they're all anchored to the shelf, so you can't take them away or lift them up. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, just yeah. in case somebody tried to do like a Heidi style Heil PR forty maneuver. Wait, hold on, you told people about that? <laughs> yep, I did. <laughs> I swear it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. I had no ill intent. <laughs> I fixed it as soon as I was made aware of the problem. Please I, stop I, harassing I, me. I did point that out too. I, <laughs> I pointed all of that out. So we we kind of started with the Sonos move because that was our base. And yep. uh, and I know that it has a really a really good following and it's Sonos, so what's not to like, mm-hmm. you know? But it was just not quite what I could envision putting in our suitcase. I mean, we'd probably get excess luggage. <laughs> How much does it weigh? I think in pounds, it's about seven pounds, is it? Uh, yeah, it was six, somewhere between six and a half and seven. Yeah, yeah. It's close to three kgs. Yeah, so it's a big kahuna. Yeah. Yeah. So then... In the same area as the Sonos Move. Like the, the was, premium area. The, this is the premium area, yeah. <laughs> was the Bose, what do they call this thing? Uh, Bose Portable Home Speaker. And that comes from their ecosystem. That's sort of an alternative to Sonos. Mm. So this does Wi-Fi. It has Bluetooth and it also has AirPlay too. Google Assistant yes. and the soup drinker. And the Move also has a soup drinker and Google Assistant, doesn't it? Does it? Yes. I, I, think, I, I don't remember I'm checking that. I'm pretty sure it does, yeah. So they did have the Bose up and running, and that sounded really good, and it was a lot lighter and about 300 New Zealand dollars cheaper. But actually, there's a special on at the moment. So in New Zealand dollars, the Sonos Move was, what, seven ninety nine? I think? Uh, seven forty nine. Yeah, about there. Something in that range. And then the normal regular price in New Zealand dollars, so it's going to be a lot more than, say, US dollars, but the New Zealand dollar price of the Bose was five ninety nine. And then at JB Hi-Fi, they had it for four ninety nine, so a hundred dollars off. Yeah. And then another store had it for four forty four. 
which is a random number. This is just and, a fun number. When, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I went to the guy and I said, oh, excuse me, there's a store that's cheaper than you. <laughs> Would you like to match the price? And so, you know, just making making absolutely sure that I wasn't um, trying to fleece him, he looked it up. And he said, oh, yeah, right, for the same price. But anyway, we did look at some other things. So we, we actually, to slightly spoil the story, spoiler alert. Yeah. We did come home with the bows. But <laughs> but we, we did look at some other ones, and I thought it might be handy to tell people about some of the features. One of the ones that really appealed to me, mm-hmm. and the price was right, was the JBL Charge. Yeah, Charge 4, I think it was. That one sits horizontally it's sort of it's like another cylinder shape but has little feet and it sits horizontally instead of standing vertically like a ue mega boom or something but it's got like little mini subs in the ends of it that like vibrate so it has really good bass and it's a funny shape it's sort of it it, i can't even describe it it doesn't stand up it's it it lies on its side yeah yeah it's horizontal instead of vertical yeah Yeah, interesting and but the app wasn't Great, was it? The app, I think, would be usable if anybody has a JBL charge and wants to comment on the JBL app, uh, let us know. I think it would have been okay, but it sort of had things like the add button was not just simply called add button. It was like the graphic, which happened to equate to something meaningful. You you could tell it was ad. Right. But it wasn't kind of – it didn't have nice clean text labels in the app. So that's the thing. When you go to the store to buy something like this, I, I went with my phone. Uh, when we were thinking that a particular device might be a contender, I downloaded the app and had to play with the app and just trying to ascertain accessibility. Yeah. The JBL Charge has a really cool feature because it's called Charge for a reason. Mm-hmm. Along with the port, you just plug it in to charge the speaker. It has an additional USB-A port on the back, which you can use to plug a phone into and essentially use the speaker as a power bank to charge your phone. So if your phone's really running low and you'd much rather prioritize your phone than the charge left in your speaker, you just charge it off the speaker. It's a really cool idea because it also means that if you're rocking the tunes with Mm. a playlist on your phone, you can just keep the phone juiced up and there's enough battery there for everybody i think the battery life of that one was about 16 hours it it, it was something in that ballpark yeah yeah. so the jbl charge given that it's considerably cheaper than some of the other options it was only two was 279 or something so it's considerably cheaper than the other ones we were looking at look quite impressive we also did inspect the new range of ue stuff Mm -hmm. so they've got a new ue boom yep um which feels different from the Older, the, the UB mega booms that we had, I mean. Yeah, yeah. they've like changed how the volume buttons mm. sit. Now they've got another one, the UE Blast. Yeah, Mega Blast. Oh, Mega Blast. And that feels like the old mega boom used to feel. Feels exactly the same as the old mega boom used to feel. Yep. With the kind of touchy volume controls. The thing about the mega booms, you can do it, but the kind of weird touch controls. By the way, the Sonos has touch controls on the top as well. Which isn't a big deal, you know, it's doable, but I, I would prefer for a device like this physical buttons. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to consider. And then they've also got another, what do they call the new UE one? They've got oh. Mega Blast, Mega Boom, Hyper Boom, that's right. Hyper Boom. Oh, that, that, it looked huge. They didn't have any on display, but the box was absolutely massive. 
and it was very expensive. It was like $800 or something. Hyper boom. (laughs) We also looked at a range of Sony Bluetooth speakers, Mm -hmm. and that sounded really nice. I think it had much richer, fuller bass than the UE range did. Yeah. And that was quite a contender. It was. Why didn't we get that one? I'm trying to remember now. You checked out that app too. Yeah, that seemed all right. The mm-hmm. The Sony app did seem quite good. I think I just decided that, yeah, the Bose just sounded, it's got that full, rich, really grunty Bose I, sound. I think it was not far off the price of the Bose. Yeah. When you like, especially when you compared it to getting the price down at the other shop, well, yeah. comparing it to the other shop. So I think for a similar price, you could get better sound by going with the Bose one. Yeah, hard to beat the Bose. <laughs> and also, Bose has come a long way. I remember in 2015, early 2016, when we started getting into Sonos, I actually seriously looked at, should I start investing in the Sonos ecosystem or should I go with the Bose ecosystem that has things like Bluetooth and that sort of thing? Because that was before Sonos devices supported AirPlay too. And one of the big clinches was that the Bose app was horrible at that time. So they've come a long way with accessibility since then. Shall we uh, have a look at the, the the unboxing of the... Yep. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. the box? I'll hand it over to you. Oh, oh it's, it's not that bad, actually. It's got... It, the box looks like it's in two sections, like a really long, tall top section and then a short bottom section where I assume the speaker's sitting. And it's got little pull tabs you have to do to separate the sections. So oh, just wow. Just do that. Oh, so it is so fairly li- elaborate. Yeah. It, oh. It's a little bit apple It's not all the way apple but it, there's, there's been some consideration into it. And, okay. Mm. So I will lift off the top section. Okay. And... Inside, it's all wrapped up in some fabric, which I will also take off. And here we have our speaker. Let's check it out, dude. Oh, it's cute. It's a little tubby thing. Yep. Little tubby. It reminds me of me before I went low carb. <laughs> Short and tubby. A little fellow who's cute and yellow and tubby. And the cool thing about this is it's got a little handle on the top, a kind of a – what's that made of? Wire? Like a – it's a wire handle. Yeah. Yeah. Or some – I think it's got wire in it and then, like, fabric wrapped around it so it's a bit softer. And then there are controls on the top. I love that new technology smell. Yeah. And it doesn't smell like hand sanitizer like the watch did. It's, it's got the little sticker on top, so I don't know if that's upsetting the controls. Or oh, how do we get the little sticker uh, off? Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah. so we'll just peel that off. Yep. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Oh, that's even more defined. Okay. So on the top, I know that there's a dot on the power button. Yep. And so that's that's a good point of orientation. And then if we have it so that the next control is on your right, what's the next control? That is the Bluetooth button. Okay. So that presumably puts it into pairing mode. Yes. I guess. And then we go down to the next row mm-hmm. and we've got... One, two, three little buttons. Yep. So you've got your volume down on the left, your play pause in the middle, and your volume up on the right. Nice and clicky. (laughs) Okay. And then we have two more buttons below them. Yep. So the the left one is the mute. Uh, Yep. The left one is the mute microphone button. And the right one is the invoking the assistant of choice. Yep. You can choose Soup Drinker or Google Home. 
Oh, that's the charging port? Yeah, on the back. What kind of charge port is that? Oh, let me keep unboxing the little box and I will find out. Hmm. Oh, there's so many layers to this. Okay. It looks like it is USB-C. Oh, that's good. Isn't it good to see the world standardizing on USB-C? Yes. So you're never caught short with the wrong cable. It comes with a one and a half meter USB-C to USB-C cable and a wall brick. A wall brick. Eat your heart out, Apple fans. Wait, what? It's got an American plug. What? Why they give us an American plug? Oh, unless there's adapters in the box, there might be adapters. Well, maybe. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Should we go fossicking for adapters? Yeah, I'm fossicking. Fossick. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I, I hear things. Okay, yeah. Sorry, it's it's not a US plug. It's just like the bit that the plug slides onto. It looks like a US plug. Oh, plug. okay. So and then, then you, you choose your adapter. Yeah, and it comes with the New Zealand one. Very good. Cool. All's well that ends well. Okay, so we've got, it says we have to use the, what do they call this app? Bose Music? Music or something. Because I've got the Bose connector. I have this really cool device. You've seen that, haven't you, Heidi? Called the Bose Soundware. So, Bose Soundware Connect, or is it just Bose Soundware? Uh, I think it's Bose Soundware Companion. Companion. It's really cool. There's this sort of collar that goes around your neck. It's your own personal speaker. And it sounds very, very nice when you just want to sort of hoon around and listen to stuff. I, I really like it. So I've got the Connect app for that, but apparently we need the music app. I think that's because that way you'll get it connected to the Wi-Fi and all that sort of stuff. So we will go and have a look for the app, which I have downloaded now. Page two of three. Doc. Uh, it's on page three, I think. Four. Page three of three. Yep. Doc. Chrome. Page. Bose Music. Bose Music. Double tap to open. We'll run this. Bose Music. I have not done this before, so we're on a journey of discovery together. <laughs> Play on a few speakers or on them all. Hear and be heard like never before. Create My Bose button. Sign in button. All right, so it looks like I need to create a My Bose account. Create My Bose button. We'll double tap. Double tap to dismiss pop-up window button. Cancel button. Cancel double double tap to dismiss. Cancel can can double double tap. So the first thing is, I'll double tap to dismiss. Hang on. Hands free voice control from across the room. Save your play on a create my bows button. It looks like double tap to double can cancel. This is not accessible. What? So I'll just turn voice Voice over off. You can tell me what's on the screen there. Okay. So there's the Bose logo, yeah. and then we have the options to sign up with email, sign in with Apple, or continue with Facebook. Right. Well, that's a bit of a concern because that is not showing up. I wonder if I can, if I can just get the phone yep. back. I'll turn VoiceOver on and see if I can VoiceOver. just drag my finger. Sign up with email. Okay, you can do that. Cancel. Sign up Apple button. Sign in with Apple app. Sign okay, up. Okay, so when you know that that's there, you can drag your finger around the screen, and once you get to any of the options. You do seem to be okay. They're right near the Sign. bottom of the screen. Yep. For anyone who needs to know. I would like Bose to send me emails about new products. And This is presumably just your standard thing. We'll just Double check it out. To cancel. Create your new account. Email. Email star. Tap password. Image. Image. And first image. 
An illustration of a letter on a white surface. First name, last name, United States, pop-up button. I would like Bose to send me emails about new products and updates. You can unsubscribe at any time. Tick box, checked. Sign up button. That's a pretty standard form, so I'm going to pause the recording and we'll complete the form. As it turns out, I do have an account on this system and I would have set that up when I got my Bose Soundware. So now we're logged in. Image, a screenshot of white text on a black background. Possible text, 3, 19. Hmm. Allow. Allow notifications. We will let you know when updates are ready for your products, when new features are available for you, and about the latest offerings from Bose. You can manage notification preferences and account settings. Turn on push notifications button. Yep. Alert. Bose Music would like to send you not notification. Don't allow. Allow button. Back button. Now we'll flick right. Set up new product. Heading. Headphones button. Up speakers and sound bars button. A black object in front of a white background. Headphones button. A black arrow on a white background. Speakers and sound bars button. A black object in front of a white background. I'll double tap speakers. We need local network access. iOS 14 introduces a new permission that allows us to discover, connect, and control the Bose products on your local Wi-Fi network. Next button. I'll double tap next. Next alert. Bose Music would like to find and connect to devices on your local network. This allows us to discover, connect, and control your Bose products. Don't allow button. OK button. We need local network access. I know you do. I just gave it to you. Flick right. iOS 14 introduced temp X light button. P temp X light button. Possibly close. Oh, we'll double tap close. So should we try and turn this on? Yeah. That should be that button here, correct? Yeah. So I hold it down. Any action from the speaker? No. It might be completely flat. Okay. Completely Nothing happening? No. Oh, no, I blame the government. Well, uh, I guess we'll have to charge it then. Yep. Yep, we'll find a way to charge it and come back. Well, we didn't buy the charge, but it has been charged now. The JBL charge is not our speaker, but it's still this thing is still charged. Are we confused? Very. Yes. Right, here we are again then with some charge in it. So do you want to try power it on now? Okay. I'll hold this up. So hold it up to the big microphone there. Oh. Battery, 60%. And it talks, just like my Bose Soundware talks. All right, so now I will go back. Set up new product. To set up new product. Headphones, I put the app while but, that was charging. But speakers and sound bars button. And we'll choose electronic speakers and sound bars and double tap. Bose searching for products. Animation. Bose portable home speaker button. Wow, it found it. Bose portable home speaker button. Ooh, Bose portable us. home speaker Add button. Page one of two. Adjust portable home sound bar. Portable home speaker 300 button. A home speaker 400. No, 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 it's all gone. Hang on. Bose portable home. Bose portable home speaker. Add button. There's the add button. Bose portable home speaker. Connecting ellipsis. All right. Oh, yes. Back button. Wi-Fi heading. Wi-Fi setup. Your new product will be set up on the following Wi-Fi network. Select Wi-Fi network. Text field. 
Double tap enter password. Secure text field. Connect dimmed button. So we have to type in the name of the Wi-Fi network and then enter the password. Manually enter Wi-Fi button. Manually but it connect. Do- it doesn't seem to... Back Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi setup. Your new product will be set up on the following Wi-Fi network. Select Wi-Fi network. Text field. Do Double you... Tap so I'll edit. just turn voiceover voice over off. off. It uh, sounds like it should detect the Wi-Fi network, but is it? Um. Well, there's a box that says select Wi-Fi network. Yeah. And that looked like an edit field according to voiceover. Uh, it's, it's one of those ones where you can scroll through all the options. Oh, so it's kind of like a picker type thing. Okay, yeah. well, I'll see if that's accessible. So I'll turn voiceover, voiceover on, back on. Both screen curtain on. Wi-Fi heading. Wi-Fi setup. Your new product text field is editing. Vodafone HC2E. Character mode. Oh, okay. Insertion point at end. So then... Use the row insertion point at start. Your text field is editing. Vodafone HC2E. Character mode. Insertion point at start. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. V. Right, so it's Victor. detecting this as a edit field. Let's just... Attachment. P. Toolbar. The attachment. PNG. Crisp. Well lit. I'm File. going to the bottom Vod- of the screen in case toolbar. I see a picture. Done. Button. Manually enter Y. Connect. But enter. Text. Your new product will be Wi-Fi setup. Your text field. Insertion point at start. Attachment. Tool. No, there doesn't appear to be a way for me to choose the network. It thinks it's an edit field. That's not very good. No, it's not very good at all. Voice over off. So I'll get you to um, choose the network. Does it show the 5 gigahertz one? or only It the... does. Oh, see, so Sonos really hasn't got on to the 5 gigahertz thing. So that's interesting. You're entering the key for the network? Yep. Yep. Okay. Shall I turn voiceover back on? Yep, and then you can push the button. Oh, that's exciting. Voiceover <laughs> on. Bose Music. To connect. Bu- Matt, connect, connect button. button. Yep. Connecting to ellipsis. The Braille display is making quite a bit of noise there, scrolling away. I might turn off the Braille display to uh, avoid that noise. Connecting to Ellipsis, Bose Portable Home Speaker. Bose Portable Home Speaker. Yeah. Activating your product. Okay. Looks like it's happy. Oh, it, it, there's a glowing white ring that's like spinning round and round the top of the device. Wow. Bose Portable Home Speaker has been activated. That's amazing. Yep. Bose Portable Home Speaker, heading, name it. Name it. <laughs> Select a name for your Bose product. Downstairs, button. Upstairs, button. Living room, button. Bedroom, button. Bathroom, button. Kitchen, button. Black diamond, button. Dark star, button. Onyx, button. Jukebox, button. Thud bucket, button. Base monster, button. <laughs> Tower of treble, button. Bose portable home speaker, button. Or custom name, text field. Double tap to edit. What shall we call it? You could give it a custom name, or you could call it Tower of Trouble, it says here. It, it or, sort of plays into the Mosin Towers Yes, thing. exactly. That's what I was thinking. Bose Portable Tower of Trouble button selected. Tower of Trouble. Okay. Save button. Save. Renaming your your product has been renamed. Tower of Trouble. Sharing. Heading. Allow others to add Tower of Trouble to their account. 
Anyone connected to your Wi-Fi network will be able to add Tower of Treble to their account and control it with the Bose Music app. This is convenient for friends and family. Yes, yes ma'am. Sharing on Tower of Treble is Enable Add music, heading, skip, button, jm Music services Link music services to your Bose Music account so you can access your favorite artists, playlists, radio stations and more. This is similar to Sonos. Authorize your favorites. Or, try something new. Stream tens of millions of songs with new releases from today's most popular artists. Listen ad-free with unlimited skips. What do you see on the screen? I'll just turn... Screen curtained off. Music services. Yeah. Authorize your favorites. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Deezer. Ah, see, I don't see that list. Spotify. Or... I, it's, it's, it just says music in... Is that, is that the Amazon Music logo? Okay. I'm not sure. I don't recognize it. Or, try, or, let me, JM. Where is that list? Skip, but, um, mobile, three or four bars. In the middle of the screen about there. Right, so that's not accessible. That is just completely not accessible. That's pretty rubbish. It It is pretty rubbish. So, I do have Deezer, and the, and you said Spotify as yep. well. Yeah, and I have Spotify as well. So, we might just do Spotify. Can you tap, double tap Spotify? Authorize or authorize or okay, favorites. Okay, so that doesn't uh, work. So I, I have to turn voiceover off. Hang on. Yeah. Voiceover off. There you go. Okay, now I can tap it. Okay. And what does it want? Uh, to sign into Spotify. Well, that's fine. Uh, do I need to continue with Facebook, Apple, or just with an email address? Just with an email address. Okay. Oh, look. Oh, no, wrong face. What is it doing? Uh, it, it signed you in. Oh, really? Okay. Cause, oh, cause I used it... your face. <laughs> yep. Okay. Voice so. over on Bose Music. Address. Accounts.spotify.com. Secure and validated connect. Voice over on Bose Music. Playlists you've made and playlists you've. Toolbar. Open in Safari. Button. Share. Button. Forward. Back. Bu- cancel. Agree. Button. Agree. Agree. Music services. Now we're back on the app. Link music services. Authorize your favorites. Or try stream added. Done adding added. Spotify. So it shows that Spotify has been added. Okay. Done adding services. Button. Yeah, I think we'll leave it at that. Done adding services. Dim. Bose Music. We have a mail. Four minutes ago. Bose. Learn all about your new Bose product. Uncover and enjoy the features of your new Bose smart speaker or soundbar. See this email online. Get to know your speaker. Learn all about your speaker. We know you'll enjoy the superior Bose sound and voice capabilities of your new smart product. To Maxime. And there's an email from Bose which I'll look at later. We have it before you can finish setting up your speaker. We have to update a few things to make sure you're getting the best Bose experience possible. During this time, your light bar will animate to show you the update is still going on. It could take at least 15 minutes depending on your connection speed. My word. Okay, button. Inbox, no unread messages, button. Now we're in the, it's like an email client. Bose account, button, Bose, image, a tower of treble. <laughs> installing update, ellipsis, button. Plus sign, button, plus, installing update, ellipsis, now, it button. says that the speaker should be looking very excited about the fact that it's getting an update. 
um, I've still got the happy swirly ring on top of the device. Right. Oh, it stopped. So some accessibility issues still with this Bose app after all this time. That is a real pity, and it makes me very glad that I've got Sonos. I mean, predominantly, we're going to use this as a Bluetooth device, and so we'll get to pairing it with the phone in a minute, but I'm sure that won't be a problem because it'll all be mainly handled from the phone. So we'll take a pause while this is doing its update. Well, yay for gigabit fiber or something, because that only took... About 90 seconds, actually. <laughs> so, Inbox, Bose account, Bose, image, a black tower of treble. Browse music, button, plus sign, button, possibly, add. Okay. Browse music, button. And presumably if we double tap this. One moment, please. Ellipsis, voice assistant. Your device has access to Alexa. Alexa allows you to use your voice to play music and get news, sports scores, weather and more. All hands free. All you have to do is ask Alexa or press the action button. Get started button. Yeah, we'll configure that. One voice for all. One voice for all. For a seamless Alexa experience, it's best for one person to use their Amazon account for all of the speakers in your household. Sign in with Amazon button. Sign in with Amazon back button. Address 10% Amazon.com. Web page loaded. Format options. Format options. Keep me signed in. And now we're at the Amazon logon screen, so I'll take a pause while we sign into that. We are signed in. We've done the two-factor authentication, which is a good thing to do. Bose home speaker. Would like access to image pop profile. Name. John. Email address. Separator. Image. Possibly. Alexa voice services and Alexa account connection. Alexa is a cloud-based voice service. Amazon processes and retains yes, audience. Yes. Learn how Alexa allows Alexa.app. Full stop. Learn more by tapping conditions of and all the terms here. Full stop. Separator. Cancel. Allow. Button. We'll double tap that. Allow. Please wait. Web page loaded. Address 10%. Id. OP. Done. Button. Done. Address. Id. Format option. Reload. Sign in with the same MyBose ID used during setup. If you email. Sign in with the same MyBose ID used during setup. If you signed in using Facebook or Apple, use that here too. Heading level 2. Okay. Email. So we have to sign in again using the Bose account. So it's nowhere near as seamless as the Sonos experience is. So we will sign in. I will pause the recording. So we just got a push notification the moment that we signed into the Bose account on the Soup Drinker app on my iPhone to say that the Tower of Trouble is now connected and that we can control it with the Alexa skill. So you can actually turn this on and off with the skill. So that's a really cool feature that this Bose speaker has. Voice Alexa language. Select your Alexa language preference. English, U.S., text field. Yep, that's what Double I want. It's another of these weird picker items. Continue, button. Continue, dimmed. Bose Music, Music Services and Alexa. To use your Alexa voice assistant for your music services, be sure you've also linked them in your Alexa app. Double, continue, button. Here are some things you can try. Alexa, play funk in the living room. <laughs> Alexa. Turn the volume up. Alexa, 
Set a timer for five minutes. Alexa, what's the weather? To learn more and access additional settings, check out the Alexa app. Continue button. Continue. Alexa setup is complete. Tap a topic below to learn more. Power. Use your Bose portable home speaker as an always-on smart speaker or turn it off and save battery while on the go. All set button. All set dimmed. Whoa. Setup complete. Your new Bose product is now set up. For future assistance, check out the support section in settings. Get started button. Get start. Back to my products. Meet your Google Assistant. Whoa. You can now add your Google Assistant to your Bose music speakers. You can manage your voice assistant preferences and settings. Get started. But cancel. I button. think we'll cancel out of that. Cancel. Dim. Back to my products. No unread messages. Button. Button. Tower of Treble. Home. Spotify. Tune in. Image. Search Spotify. Also, Search on here. Featured playlists. All. Button. Hashtag throwback Thursday. Happy hits button. There we go. So we're set up now. So if I push the button rather than upset everybody by saying the wake word, um, it's that button here, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, what's the weather outside? Right now in clear water at 68 degrees Fahrenheit with partly <laughs> cloudy skies. Throughout the night, you can expect more of the same with a low of 67 degrees. Where in the world is clear water? It's in Florida. I don't know why it's picked clear water, but we can go in and fix that in the app, uh, in the in the Soup Drinker app for setting your location and stuff. So that's no big deal. <laughs> but uh, I mean, we can say, for example, play Mushroom FM. Mushroom FM from Jonathan's Tune In. Tremendous. That really sounds nice, doesn't it? It does. Wow. Stop. Okay. That's that set up. Now, what we really want to do, though, mm-hmm. because we're taking this out and about and out, mm-hmm. is to set it up on the tooth of blue. Oh, yeah. So do we just push the Bluetooth button and pair it in the phone thing? Uh, I mean, we can try that. I can also look at the manual if What? What a radical idea. <laughs> Shall we look it up in the manual? Okay. Okay. Look it up in the manual. Do we need to take a commercial break while you look it up, or shall we? Uh, I mean, maybe. Did we find the answer yes, after that? Yes, oh, good. Ger- we took our little break. commercial break. <laughs> yes. So to connect a mobile device, yep. you press and hold the Bluetooth button mm. until you hear a tone oh. and the light ring turns blue, well, which least, you won't be able to see. Yeah, at least it's very friendly. So I'll push this button here. That one there? The one next to the power button, yep. Yep. Ready to connect. Oh, wow. This is even better than a tone. Yeah. Open Bluetooth settings. Here's Bluetooth setting. Settings. Okay. Bluetooth. And then it head says it should devices. have the name Heading. we gave it. Other devices. Heading. In progress. Tower of treble. Tower of treble. Button. Double tap. Tower of treble. Connecting. My Bluetooth name is Maxi. on. Connected. My name is Maxi Connected. Whoa. Now discover. Bluetooth on. And that's cool. So one of the cool new things about iOS in recent times is that voiceover by default stays on the jolly phone when you connect a Bluetooth Feedback. speaker, which is really good. And that's basically all there is to setting it up. And um, while you skim the manual, is there anything of interest in the manual that we should know about? Any sections that 
spark your interest in terms of its feature set? I don't think so. They they do a lot with the little light rings, but since it seems to speak everything it's doing anyway, I don't think that's a much of a concern. With the Bose Soundware, you could hold things like, I think, the up and down together and it would speak different things like battery percentage and things like that. Oh, um, if you press and hold the play slash pause button and the Bluetooth button at the same time for five seconds, you disable Wi-Fi. Okay. Slash enable Wi-Fi. Okay. I wonder if we get a voice prompt about that because obviously that would save some juice, wouldn't it? Yes. So I'm holding them down now and waiting with bated breath. It's blinking at you, but it didn't say anything. That's a shame. Yeah. And so I assume it will have disappeared from my ear playlist. You would hope so. Uh, I still see it. So I was holding play pause, right? That's play the, pause? The one in the middle, yeah. Yeah, and Bluetooth? Yeah. So that's the new Bose speaker. I'm really glad that I chose Sonos for our primary sound system because, as you can hear, there are still some accessibility issues with using it as their sort of Wi-Fi-based ecosystem. Mm. But for a Bluetooth speaker, it seems all right. Yeah. We'll travel with it and report back. Thank you for exploring this with us. And before we go, how's the Heidi podcast going? Does everyone know about the petition? We had Paul on the show talking about it. Yes. Paul Parabano. Yes. So so I've heard about this petition. Yes. But he should start an online petition on change.org. Well, no, it doesn't <laughs> even go that far. And I'm open to entertaining the idea, actually. Yep. But I need suggestions of what people would actually listen to because I don't want to just talk with no purpose for half an hour or whatever. Why not? I'd, it seems to work for me. I'm sorry, I'm not you. Well, I mean, I talk with no purpose every week. And and if if people are actively petitioning me to do it, they they must have stuff in mind that they'd like to hear from me. So mm. maybe you could send me some suggestions, and if it seems like the sort of thing I'd be interested in, maybe I actually will start a podcast. There you go. Another podcast to listen to. Just what we need. Yeah. All right, then. Well, okay. thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. So I'm glad I kind of dabbled in the Bose ecosystem there to see what it's like. But I think if I was doing it again, now that I know that the Bose music app still has some accessibility challenges, I think I'd have just bought the JBL charge. It's sort of good to check in on these things to see that not all the accessibility issues have been improved. It looks like what Bose really has been working on in the main is their Bose Connect app. And I guess that makes sense because they were doing a lot with blind people in the Bose frames, but not so much with this music app. So I think my recommendation would be not what I ended up buying. I think I'd go for the JBL charge. What's your favorite Bluetooth speaker? Do feel free to share your thoughts. Jonathan at mushroomfm.com on the email. You can attach an audio clip or you can just write something down. And, of course, you can also call the listener line on 864-60-MOSIN in the United States, 864-606-6736. Rebecca Skipper has been in touch and says, My favorite Bluetooth speaker is the old Amazon Tap because I can take it anywhere. I can even have a speaker in the bathroom for a time. It sounds great, particularly for audio. It is more ideal for audio content But music sounds okay, certainly better than it does on my iPhone. I wish Amazon would come out with another tap. Yeah, there's a definite need for a battery-operated Amazon 
product, isn't there? It's strange that they took that one away. As for the bathroom, in our main bathroom, we have a Sonos One. And that is really quite cool because it sounds great. And we can talk to the soup drinker from the bath and tell it to change things and play things and shuffle playlists and all that good stuff. They say that hi-fi is the blind man's car. And I think that's possibly very true in my case, because ever since I was a wee boy, hi-fi has been my passion. It has been the thing that I've wanted to have the best of ever since I, I can remember. And uh, I was always inspired to, 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 to build up my system as the years have gone on. Now, these, these things have come in many forms over the years, from the, the humble cassette in the early days to the high st- streaming capacity we have these days and it's just pretty phenomenal what you can do nowadays compared with what you could do when you and I were little boys Jonathan and uh, it's 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 fantastic I'm not going to talk so much about Bluetooth speakers because they're just not hi-fi I think that's it that's all I can say they're just not proper stuff in my case I started buying a equipment from a company based in Glasgow back in 1994. I'd just got engaged the month before and I was out to buy a new CD player. And I was in the shop, I was considering, I was was almost at the point of purchasing when the guy said, have you tried any Lynn stuff? Now that, I I, I mentioned the fact I got engaged the month before, in so much as once I'd heard this Lynn CD player, which I have to confess cost twice as much as the previous one I'd be looking at, it was a doomed mechanism. I had to have it. It was just, it just had to be purchased. And it cost not that much short of the engagement ring. It has to be said. And it just sounded fantastic. Well, late wife Carolyn and I built up the system based on that Lynn CD player. We bought more Lynn stuff as time went on. And so much though that I've basically had the same hi fi system from 1994 till basically last year. I was quite pleased with it. It was very, very nice. I added a Sonos um, streaming box to it in 2012. Kind of persuaded a guy in New Zealand that maybe Sonos was the way ahead and uh, he should he should embrace that technology. Something he has done and <laughs> taken to new levels, just typical Jonathan altogether. And I was fairly happy with it. But then I worked a huge amount of overtime in 2019. In fact, massives of it. And I... I, I Created a sizable sum of money. I thought, well, my system's 25 years old. Maybe I should go out there and have a wee listen to see what has changed. The shop that I'd previously dealt with had gone out of business and I went to my local Lynn dealer, which is another shop in Glasgow. And they sat me down and they showed me the, basically the Lynn Accurate System, as it's it's known. It basically consists of two boxes, a streaming box and a power amplifier. I listened and my mind was absolutely blown skyward altogether. It really just went, wow, this is incredible. I, I'm stunned at how good it sounded. It still sounds fantastic to this day. And uh, that's just, it, it gives me more pleasure than anything else. When you come home on a night, uh, you, well, I say come home, I, I move from my dining room into my, my living room after a day of hard work. I put on my hi-fi and wow, it's still just sounds fantastic. I've still got the speakers I had before, which were part of the Lynn setup, the set of Lynn Cayleys. They are now uh, active speakers, in so much as there's no crossovers in place. The Lynn Accurate system controls them all, so basically it is driving this, the speakers. So what needed to go to the tweeters, what needed to go to the, the woofers, is determined by the, the amplifier itself. 
Uh, the LIN box itself is very, very simple. It's got very little controls on it compared with what I used to have. There's no buttons anywhere. <laughs> it's controlled by a very simple remote control, but it can also be controlled via an iPhone app. Now, that is one thing where I suspect Sonus is way ahead. The iPhone app for a Sonus control was, is much better than that for Lynn. But Lynn's a very small company, and uh, when I, I sat down with the guy to, to buy it, uh, we had a discussion about it, and they said, well, you know what? You're into, into IT. Why don't you get in contact with the guys at Lynn? So we had a chat. We've uh, exchanged several emails over the weeks, and uh, I'm part of the beta program for the Lynn um, a new app that they have. It's not perfect. It has some major flaws, but it's usable. And that is basically all I really care about. I can get my music into it. I can make it play. And that's that's the whole crux of it. Now, what makes this better than Sonus? Well, quite simply, I think it's the attention to detail. This LIN system has some phenomenal little bits to it that just make it that little bit special. It has that same type of technology whereby it works out where it is in the room and works out the room dynamics and where the, list, the perfect listening position is and does all that good technology. However, because the system is built by Lynn, whenever Lynn sell a product like my speakers, which I'd bought in 1996, they do a whole system series of system tests before they leave the factory and they have all those diagnostics written down in front of them because no speaker is exactly the same. And when I went along and bought my new system, they, they dug up the system diagnostics for my speakers and said, these are the set of parameters you need to set for these particular speakers to make them sound as good as they're going to sound. Now, whether that's true or not, whether it's just marketing speak, I don't know. But they sound phenomenal. I tell you, they just sound brilliant. And it, it's, it, it's just something else. And what else do you... The other thing against... Um, and that would, would compare with Sonus is the fact that it is using high definition audio, which Sonus I don't think does unless the new Sonus 2 app it has got that functionality built into it now. It may well do. And I apologize if it is. I'm using a, a service called Cobos, Q-O-B-U-Z. I think it's a French company who produce high definition audio. Now that's the, the stuff that's a uh, 24 bits, 96 kilohertz, that sort of range. And you're going to say to me, well, not every album has been used to that. I totally agree. But the ones which are, and if you hear the difference, they are stunning. They are absolutely stunning at times. I cannot believe how good they can sound. And there's been some that have been remastered to that sound quality, and they sound pretty stunning too. Now, just to be fair, some albums, I think, have been remastered and don't sound as good. Uh, for example, Meat Loves Bat Out of Hell, I do not think sounds as good as the original album. It's, it's, it's been footed about with too much by the engineers. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they've taken bits out, which I've thought, mm, they've left little bits in there that I, I, I've always enjoyed over the years, but they've gone. Um, so it isn't always perfect, but if you get a good uh, digital master, it sounds fantastic. What that means to me is I do not listen to my cassettes, my LPs, my mini discs, basically anything else anymore. I just sit down with my very simple remote control and my iPhone, play it through my system, and I get intense pleasure. That's all I can say. Will I ever upgrade the system? Who knows? Possibly another 25 years' time. I would like to think I would do. I still have my CD player, and that's quite a, a revelation to me, the fact I still have the same CD player as I had in 1994. It's had its laser replaced, and well, that just shows you that if you buy from a small company, 
you don't just throw the technology away because they they will repair it. And that laser was replaced in 2008. So it's had some heavy wear and tear. However, I find myself not putting it on very much these days, if at all. I have it, my, my, my lens system connected up to uh, my uh, Synology NAS drives and all my music has been ripped to FLAC, uh, high quality uh, rips, and they sound, they sound pretty dash good. Not as good as a high definition audio, no, but the majority of them, oh, they sound pretty dash good. And if you can't get that, uh, if you cannot get a high definition audio, or in fact you can't get, or Kobos doesn't have that particular album that you've got, that's the only way of playing it. And, uh, well, that's, that's the way the crumble cookies. Anyway, I thought I would share that little bit. I am sure people out there have got far better systems than mine and will be bemoaning my, my, my love of Lynn. <laughs> and, uh, that's fair enough. But to me, I, once I heard it, I couldn't go back. I refused to listen to the next system up because it was another, yes, it, it would have, it was seriously a broken my bank account. I don't know how much overtime I'd have to work to pay for it, but I reckon if I hadn't listened to it, I would never know what I was missing. And that's always been my theory over the years. Well, I wish I had your discipline, Gordon. That's all I can say. Yes, Gordon did get me into Sonos. So I'm a bit worried about trying this Lynn stuff. Now, Lynn, for those who aren't familiar with it, is L-I-N-N. That's it, Lynn, and you can Google for it. I did Google for it when Gordon first told me about how he had defected, defected from Sonos uh, back to a Lynn streaming system. And yeah, we do have them in New Zealand. I've been a bit reticent to go in and listen to one, but they're sold at some of these hi-fi stores, you know, where they have listen rooms that you can go to with precise acoustics acoustics to make the most of it now gordon yes you can now use how do you say that cobus on sonos and they certainly were promising hd audio with s2 on compatible devices so i believe that is in place now but it's not something I've tried. Uh, I'm still with Deezer for my lossless listening, which does a pretty nice job because you can get uh, all the stuff coming down in flack. But you've piqued my curiosity, so I will try that sometime soon. Thank you for the good review. And if you have used a Lin system or a Sonos alternative, please do feel free to share your words of wisdom and your experience with us. Jonathan and Lucina to the Motion at Large very, very good morning, evening, Gerardo here from Mexico. I would like to talk to you guys about a little device. This is in regard to your question about when not listening on your smartphone, how do you listen to content? It's a, a little device. It's called Cool Stream Duo. It's about the size of a matchbox, and you connect it via, via Bluetooth. You link it via Bluetooth to the iPhone in this case. The uh, Cool Stream Duo has a 3.5 jack, which you can hook it up to your car stereo, of course, as long as it has the, the auxiliary. Or as I do mine, you can hook it up to your home stereo via the auxiliary. Also, you can hook it up to regular ear earbuds. Thus, the, the advantage of the Cool Stream Duo device is that Ever since iOS 13 came out, it has the setup where all of the sounds coming from the phone and voiceovers stay on the phone, whereas the sound from Bluetooth, be Netflix, YouTube, Amazon Prime, whatever you're listening to gets to the earbuds. 
this is as if you would have a separate device for listening and a separate device for the phone itself. And this setup has really worked with me that way I, I can use the phone as an all-in-one device. Thanks so much. That is Coolstream Duo is the name of that. And I was able to Google on Coolstream Duo. Coolstream, I think, is one word. And there is a website for it that comes right up when you type that into a search engine. I've had a few devices like this that do it in either direction. One device I had actually does both. So you can also use this other device I have to connect, say, AirPods to a wired connection. And there's a device called AirFly that works this way. And the idea behind that is that you might want to use your AirPods, especially if you've got the AirPods Pro, which has noise cancellation in a plane and connect to the in-flight entertainment system and watch a movie. I'm not sure how many people use the in-flight entertainment systems on aircraft anymore now that we have our own personal devices. But yeah, they have one that works in that way. And then I had one that has a little switch. So it's both a Bluetooth transmitter and a Bluetooth receiver. So there are those gadgets out there. And you're right, in a blindness context, you can do some really cool things with those. John says, I have been using the Sony SRX B12 Bluetooth speaker with extra bass. I bought it for 70 Australian dollars and I am not disappointed. It is good enough for my needs, listening to music, lectures and YouTube videos. It has good bass for its price. I am looking at getting a JBL Boombox 2, which I have always heard good things about. I also want to get the Sony WH-1000XM4. What a mouthful of a model number. WH-1000XM4 noise-canceling headphones, which even the most critical of reviewers have been raving about. However, each of these equipment costs 400 to 550 Australian dollars. I have noticed that I am buying a lot more tech devices since starting to listen to your show. There you go, John. We're going to put a health warning on this show. That's what we'll do. To contribute to Mosin at Large, you can email Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at mushroomfm.com by writing something down or attaching an audio file. Or you can call our listener line. It's a US number, 864-60-MOSIN. That's 864-606-6736. Mosin.